What is up? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It's Monday, and you know what that means. I am excited for this conversation. It's a little bit of a tradition we've started here at The Juice. We've got a new employee that joins the squad. Let's bring them on the pod and talk about it. So I'm excited. I've got Kat on the program today to talk about customer success. She's the first CS hire that we have at The Juice. I'm really excited about her energy, her thought process, and how she is approaching working with our customers. Hopefully, there is something that you can pull from this conversation and bring back to you and your customers. I think there's something I learned. I'm pumped about it. If you like what we've been you've been hearing on the podcast, hit that subscribe button. Leave me a review. Tell me how you think I'm doing. Sign up for that wait list. You want to be one of the first to join the juice. It's now's the time. You can do that. Link is in the show notes, or you can go to thejuicehq.com, drop in your email, and be a part of the experience. I'll shut up. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. I am excited. These are fun conversations that I get to have, and it's a tradition we're doing here at The Juice that whenever we've got a new hire on, we're bringing on the new hire. Uh, You heard Kate, our sales director, join a few weeks ago and talk about her onboarding with the Juice, why she joined the Juice and what she's looking to accomplish. And I'm excited. We've got another one that's happening right now and it's quick and we're just bringing on new people. So hopefully we'll have a lot of these upcoming, but without further ado, Kat, how are you doing? I'm good. I am so excited to be here. I have been following the podcast as I kind of interviewed and and got to know the juice a little bit better. So it's kind of crazy and surreal that I'm doing the podcast with you today. And I'm excited to talk about everything you've outlined for us. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. And I, I it's fun because you know, we talked when you were coming on board about how you've listened to the shows and this and that. And it's, I've talked to Jonathan about it. It's like, you know, we do this podcast and obviously it's for content and meet people and build relationships, but it's also like, it can be used in our hiring process and it gives people an opportunity to listen to who we are and what we're about and what we do before that. So I appreciate your early support in listening to the pod. Of course. Well, you guys make it easy to listen. I remember I listened to, I think it was like the third episode maybe. And I think Jonathan swore on it and he was like, I don't know if I was supposed to do that. And I was like, I feel like I could work for him. Like he seemed great. And it really helped me kind of just wrap my head around what you guys were solving for and doing. And um, it definitely, definitely came in handy because I think there's a lot of, you know, pride in the problems that are kind of happening with content marketing. And so I feel like if I hadn't listened to it, I probably would not have done so well understanding exactly what I was interviewing for. Um, So I agree. I think it's a great hiring tool in addition to kind of everything else um, it was originally started for. Yes. uh, Student of the game and there are no rules. Sometimes we let it, we air it out and Jonathan set the example in that episode. I remember it vividly. Uh, It was a proud moment where I got a click like, yep, this episode has explicit content. So you better, you better look out when you download it. Don't have your kids in the backseat, <laughs> but let's, let's jump in. So you, we're going to talk about your role and your role is a, a critical role for a early stage, our, our early stage company or pre-launch company and any other 
early stage company that's out there and that's customer success. Obviously, you've got to make sure your customers are happy. They're using the platform. They feel good about what they're doing with your company and brand. So we're going to get into that. But before we get into the specifics on just what you'll be doing at The Juice, let's talk a little bit about you. So I'd love to maybe have the audience understand, especially if they're out there and they're interested in potentially working at or working for or at The Juice coming up. What's a little bit of background on you? Like give give the snapshot on Kat. Yeah, happy to do so. So um, I'm originally from Chicago and I went to school here in the Indianapolis area. I went to Butler University, good old go dogs, but I studied marketing and entrepreneurship. And funny enough, I always wanted to get into tech. And I kind of had this internship experience that was pretty much everything that you could hear going wrong in tech, like went wrong while I was there. And it was kind of terrifying. And I was like, if this is what tech is about, I, I don't know if this is for me. Um, so I went and, and worked for a couple of years, more of a corporate background. But I think life has a funny way of working itself out in the fact that like, if you have thought about it's just weird how that comes up, right? Like you wanted something you're thinking about, but you're maybe not making proactive steps towards it. And one day something just comes available and you're like, Hey, remember when I was really interested in that? So I got my way back into tech by actually recruiting. So I became a technical recruiter. Um, I worked with early career talent and I was just really excited and energized by the opportunity to learn. I think recruiting is a great way if you're somebody who's not in tech, because the skill set itself is you get to learn a lot, but a lot of it's people skills, setting up interviews, finding the right type of candidates. Um, And I've seen a lot of people in my network who have started there and then eventually gotten into other opportunities down the line. So recruiting is great. Only thing that comes along with recruiting is just the fact that those departments don't always last. I help kind of open a brand new department and it was great. We were hiring like hundreds of people. It was an exciting time. Um, And I didn't really think anything of it. I I just thought, okay, great. This is where I've landed. This is where I'm going to be. I'm really good at it. And I love what I do. But one day they just kind of sat us all down and we're like, Hey, we like need one of you. And there at the time there was a team of eight. So I just remember my whole world feeling like it had been kind of shaken up. Um, I think we've all been there. And I think those are really important and foundational moments in everybody's career that pushes you to be like, Oh, what am I going to do? So that was one of those moments kind of felt like the world was ending for a second because I didn't want to go back to what I was doing kind of in the corporate side of the business. And so um, I had kind of hopped on to the job board at TechPoint. If you're familiar with TechPoint, it's a local nonprofit, it's a growth accelerator for the state of Indiana. So, you know, really working on how do we build the right ecosystem with the right amount of growth. And I found a job with TechPoint and I was there for about two and a half years and kind of worked within tech, but more of a nonprofit space that focused on how do we solve for talent development, kind of pipelines for companies, building talent programs, getting college students to stay here, upskilling people and training them on how to enter tech through our sales bootcamp program. So I got to see it from a really unique lens that I think I'll forever be thankful for. But, you know, with that, it led me still wondering, how do I get, how do I still get into tech? How do I get into the legit 
industry and specifically one area I was always interested in was the startup kind of scale up side of town. And I worked with so many of those companies. I, I got to kind of be with them and along them, their growth for the past two and a half years while working for TechPoint, helping them hire talent or interns. And so when I saw the juice, it was just something that I was thinking about for some time and it felt like the right people, the right group, the right problem to be solved, the right platform. And that's kind of what led me to kind of take the leap and it worked out. I'm happy to talk a little bit more about that transition there, but yeah, that's kind of my snapshot of who Kat is and how I've landed here. Yeah. I love all of the career experiences that you discussed and none of which said like, I've been a customer success manager my entire career. And (laughs) so I think that's interesting. I'd love to talk about that. But before we do, you joined tech, you led with, Hey, I had this like really not so great experience in tech. I think a lot of people who have been in tech for a while, myself included, we've all been not everybody, but I think there's a lot, large majority of people that can relate with having that not so great experience. So I guess like what were some of the things that went on at that experience that weren't so great that you were like, when you were going through the interview process at the juice, you were trying to make sure that like those things weren't going to happen again. Yeah, definitely. Thankfully I was an an unpaid intern. So there was an end to that and there was no commitment. So for me, I like kind of almost felt safe, which sounds really crazy, but I really did feel safe. And it was kind of scary watching everyone around me, like people that were managing me or different departments and kind of like them hiding like what was going on, but I was like trying to read through the situation. So I would say the biggest thing is just, is just like, there was just going to be like a lack of trust in the fact that, you know, we didn't really seem to know what was going on. And I remember walking into this huge, it was a really big office space and it was very empty. And I remember asking about it, not really getting a clear answer as to why there was just like empty desks and empty monitors. Found out later it was because of a lot of layoffs that happened. So I just would have appreciated, I think it's important in tech, you know, there's ebbs and flows and there's times where things are, you know, going to be great. And there's going to be times where things are a little bit difficult. And I think just being honest and upfront about that, not harping on all the bad things, but just showing where you are is really important for if you're going to hire somebody. I would also say just like approachability is, I think, really important in tech, especially if you're coming in on the business side, you know, you won't always understand the technical side or all components of the business, which is, you know, that's what we do. It's software. And I I think there was a lack of approachability approachability where it didn't really feel like a place that you could ask questions or get a deeper understanding of like other parts of the business outside of like what you are responsible for. And I think that we all have so much that we can learn from one another. I know I've already learned so much from you in my short time here. And like later today, I'm going to go meet with Eric to talk a little bit more about the product and some of the ways that we can modify and update it for our customers kind of closer to when things are happening in real time. So I think that in order to win and in order to have a solution for customers, it's really important that the team itself is working internally to like solve for things, to make things easier for our customers. So I would say those are some of the experiences that made me a little weary, but I think it's really great. I think my experience, especially working with so many tech companies for specifically talent pipelines was really eye-opening that like, I really got a good sense of like, 
the fact that there's still so many different types of personalities and companies and values and cultures. And um, it gave me a lot of hope to want to re-enter the industry and contribute to the industry in a way outside of kind of the nonprofit sphere. I love that. Yeah, I think it, it's it's good to, no matter where you're at, transparency and honesty, I think internally is are important qualities that make for successful tech companies. I think any of the tech companies that we see today that are elevating their brand and continuing to grow, like those are foundational elements. And so often some of the companies I think that are just starting up want to hide things. And that's not, I don't think a winning quality and ingredient. So I'm glad you, 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 not glad, but you, you started with that experience and you saw how things could be. And now you're at the juice. And I hope you feel at this point that you realize we're pretty honest and open people. We, we, we don't really, uh, we don't really uh, hide too much if it, if it anything. So I think, I think you've landed in a good spot. I, I'm going to say it one way or the other. I'm the guy that's supposed to be promoting the company, but I'm really excited about the people we're, that are working here and what we're doing. I talked about just customer success being critical. Um, any company that's doing things right are focusing in on their customers. We, you are the first customer success person at the juice, hopefully first of many, right? Grow more customers. We'll need more people to support them. You not being in a customer success role, like directly in your career and now jumping into this role, I'd, I'd love to learn like, a little bit about like your thought process when, when taking this role and then maybe how you're thinking about uh, customer success as you, 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 you're one week into your uh, term at the juice. Well, probably important for me to maybe unveil a little bit as to like how that even happened. And so, you know, in my previous role, I think it's really common, like, especially in nonprofit world, you do a lot of different types of works, everything from marketing to relationship management to upselling to it was just a lot going on. And so that was a big question for me of like, okay, if I'm going to go and work for a startup or a scale up kind of like, where do I go? Where do I go with my skill set? And I think it's really important to go and do as many informational kind of interviews or go talk to people in your network and just be like, Hey, you know, me, you know what I'm about. You've seen my work, whatever it may be like, what do you like getting people's opinions is, is really important. And I really have to do a shout out to Matt Compton and Kate Elliott over at the Philo team. They are another high alpha um, studio company. And, and they both were like, oh my gosh, you were like made for customer success and you don't even know it. And like, you'd be so awesome. And we would work with you any day in that type of capacity. And totally think you have kind of the chops to do it. Um, even though you don't have experience and Matt told me something I don't think I'll ever forget in the fact that he was like, you, you are not going to be like the easy person to pick out of a resume pile just because you don't have the exact title. So he's like, you're going to have to wait for somebody who's going to be like, oh, she is my wild card. Like um, she is kind of like my ace. Like I like reading through what I've done and in my experience and kind of breaking through that to understand like oh no, that's actually really resonates with what we're doing here in customer success. And so um, I have to you know, say that I think Jonathan, obviously now that I'm here, he, he picked me up as that wild card. But I think that customer success is cool because it is, is a way for people who may not have exact experience, but there's a lot of things that overlap with it. And there's a lot of skill sets 
um, that I think can be really valuable. And I think something I'm really excited about here is the fact that, you know, Jonathan and I, throughout our conversations, like we just really want to build what's right. We don't want to take previous playbooks. We don't want to take what's from other companies and just reinvent it. Like we really want to build what's right, what's right for us. What's right for our platform. What's right for our customers. What's right for the audience that we're serving. And so we're really passionate about, you know, being disruptive in the fact that we want to push the way that we think about it and not just like be like, okay, here's the best three practices. Let's just rehash that and do it. I think that customer success is, you know, you asked me what, what is kind of my view of it now that I'm, you know, in week one, I would say, you know, it's important for people to know that customer success is all about customer experience and customer outcomes. Like you can't have customer success without those two things. And, you know, I I think a lot of people in CS are kind hearted and, and sweet, and they obviously wouldn't do this job if they didn't care about helping people. But like, that shouldn't be mistaken for like the fact that we just say yes to everything because that's not necessarily true. I think CS is really responsible and should feel really, 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 really responsible for customer education and just like making sure people are using things in the right way. Our customers are busy. They have a lot going on. So if they're using our software in a way that's not helping them or, or in a way that's like wasting their time, like don't let them keep going on like that. That's, that is no fun for anybody involved and helping making sure that they're using it in the best way, advising against what might be the process that they think works best for them and really trying to figure out how to coach them to like, Hey, you know, have you ever thought about doing it this way or those type of things? I think, you know, you might have to kind of push a little bit in customer success to get your customers, the results that they don't even know that they're looking for. And I would also say like, I know upselling is probably a part where customer success people, sometimes that's like maybe the little bit of the intimidating parts that they may not be necessarily a salesperson, but I think recognizing and selling to the value rather than just selling to sell in the additional things that could be helpful for them is really important in understanding what the value is and that you're not putting anybody like in a bad spot. It's really just like, Hey, I know these things about you or your company or your department. Like, have you ever thought about like, it never has to be like this crazy sales tactic or anything like come as you are, come as you are in customer success and really focus on it being about education and value for your customer and ultimately being able to come back to them at the end of their contract and being like, look at all the amazing things that we've done together. I love it. Who It, it sounds like you've been doing this for years already. Uh, I love, I love the breakdown and, you know, to be completely transparent before you even came on board, like we, we obviously knew we needed an owner of this role. However, within our or small but mighty organization, we no one had experience. Like even Jonathan, we were like, you know, a bunch of marketers and with some sales experience. And then obviously you've got the product and engineering team. But I think that approach and what you said is like, yeah, let's not just take like the the three plays of what everyone's doing on their CS team, but let's let's think about like how we can do it and what works best for our com- customers. I think that's really sound mindset. And I think that's what we're doing across all phases of the business, which is fun. So it's exciting to infuse that and have a more dedicated resource and someone with kind of the passion and energy that you're bringing to the table. It's awesome to hear. I'd love maybe in closing, just 
not to put you on the spot too much, but like how, how are you thinking about just like success? How are you holding yourself accountable? Like what, what, what are you looking for, for you and maybe for the customers in the next, you know, several months, although you're just in week one, have you thought about just your outlook and what success looks like in the future? Loaded question, but I love (laughs) it. I'm here for it. I have been thinking a lot about it and I think, you know, it's twofolded. I think, you know, on one hand, I think I want to live by certain like principles, like the 80, 20 rule, I think is really important in, in the way that I want to operate for our customers, you know, being 80% proactive, 20% reactive. I really, I really think about, you know, when I used to, to manage people and my goal was always for us to go into a performance review and for them never to be surprised by my feedback, because I should have been providing that feedback to them the whole time. Right. And I think that's kind of the same way we should approach it with our customers is just that you should use every opportunity to call things out, identify concerns, you know, course, correct, ensure customer satisfaction before you get to that point where you're like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea that that's how they were feeling or they had these things. Right. So, you know, I, I think that sometimes there's going to be a lot of things that come up, whether that's delays or, or product integrations that we were hoping for not happening in a certain quarter. And I, I think the more that you can kind of be honest and, and share that and say, okay, Hey, we're, we're going to pivot together and, and really make it like a, it's not you versus them. And you're not just checking a box to have a meeting with them, you know, bi-weekly, like you really do care about being upfront about what that means for the ROI or the goals that they have at hand and really just treating it like a customer success plan. So here's the things we really want to accomplish together. Here's how we're going to do it. Here's how we're going to notify you. Here's how we're going to make sure that's the focus of what's going on. I'd also say just like collaborating with other departments. I think CS is kind of like you are the the face sometimes to your customers for what the company is about. And I, I think if you don't have good process between, you know, whether that's product or um, marketing or, you know, any of those, even to, you know, the CEO and when they need to step in and maybe be around or be involved for something that might be at risk for churn. Um, I really think if we can all, you know, make that a focus, I think that makes all the difference. And being able to come back and answer questions and answer concerns and answer timelines and all that good stuff. Um, as far as more, like that's all like maybe, you know, not necessarily super defined type of stuff. That's more just like peeling um, in CS. But I would say as far as success to me um, over my time is just like, you know, defining what CS metrics and targets look like. There are so many, there are so many different ways that you can measure customer success and everybody kind of chooses what makes sense for them um, and it also depends on what stage you are in your business. So that's something I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, defining and choosing and sharing with the team. Um, I also think just creating the overall mantra for what we want customer success to be true. Um, you know, we'll be really upfront with you all and the fact that like we're new. And one thing I really respect about Jonathan, the team so far is when I came in, they said, Hey, we haven't like fully defined our values. And I was like, that's great because we're in so much like change and transition and growth that like, you know, being able to take a second and really lean into it and then come back and say, okay, as a team, what do we all believe and want to be true? I think is important. And then really, I mean, this is going to sound like 
basic, but just like stalking my companies, right? Like you just want to be their best friend. So, you know, I have Google alerts set up. Um, I'm trying to see what events they have coming up. I'm trying to see what's going on within their industry um, and just being really hypersensitive of that so that we can understand their position and where they're coming from and how we can continue to be good partners um, and use our product for them in a really valuable way. And then just sharing like news and articles with the team. I think uh, that's something I really learned, um, you know, shout out to TechPoint, but we had an RSS field for our feed for all of our um, custom kind of customers, companies that we worked with. And it was so helpful because you would see somebody at an event two weeks later and be like, Hey, I saw that article about whatever it was. And it just really builds the fact that the whole team, even if they're not the ones working with the customers directly, they see that, they know that, they internalize that. I think that that makes for just a stronger overall organization to put customers first. And then lastly, like this is the simplest one, but you have to do what you're, you're like, what you say you're going to do, you have to do it. I think that's one thing I've heard over and over again from everybody in CS, as I was kind of thinking about transitioning is just like, that is one of the most important things to live by and do for your customers. And it's something that they're always going to recognize and notice. I love it. Yeah. And we'll shout, we'll shout out one of our customers right now. Shout out Sprout Social. You shared in our customer success channel, their social index, which was awesome. So it's good to have someone like you on board that are keeping an eye on everything that our customers are doing. It's not only going to be helpful, I think, for the relationship we're building for customers, but me in a marketing function, I, I I can't see everything. So it's great to have that feedback loop and seeing the cool stuff that they're putting out there that obviously will be on the Juice platform. And then hopefully we can share out as a team, whether it's in our newsletter or through our social channels. Kat, we're excited to have you on board. Excited to introduce you. You did great on your first episode, and we'll say of of several, you'll you'll be a reoccurring guest. I'm sure there'll be other things we'll want to talk about um, from a customer perspective. But thank you so much for uh, joining and sharing some perspective. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, and for everybody listening. Um, you know, we we're gonna keep cranking out good stuff. So hope you continue to listen to our journey and all that's to come for the juice in the coming year. I am really excited about the team we have forming over here. Hopefully you learned something from Kat. I know I did. If you like what you're hearing, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you have a good week. Make sure it counts. We'll be back on Friday with another conversation with a content marker. That matters. Take care. Take care.